Welcome back. Part three of our Halloween special and our return to the old Montana State Prison. If you missed our last two parts, we'll have those and the rest of our investigation online later today at kcap.com. Near the end of our group portion of the evening, we're gathering in the library. This is a place where during its time it's said that the guards would turn a blind eye. So a lot of pretty awful things potentially happened in this space. And it was here a year ago that I'd swear in a court of law that something touched my head. So while conducting an experiment here, a comment is made that I can't see her referring to someone in the group and almost immediately a quick whispered response. Now, this is a group setting, but everyone was careful not to whisper. And if a noise was made, we claimed it to prevent any confusion. Additionally, this whisper incredibly sharp and clear despite being very, very quiet. I only caught this during review because my volume was turned up to 400% of normal. Here it is. Something else calm because I can't see her. Yeah, I can. Something else calm because I can't see her. So someone, something was watching. Last stop of group time, the Death Tower. This is where the two leaders of a riot and prison takeover ultimately completed a murder-suicide when law enforcement retook the prison. Now, we're using a Phasma box. That's a tool that's downloaded a sound bank. It plays through a tablet, and that tablet not connected to the internet. It's set to airplane mode. The theory is that spirits can manipulate the device and choose words to play through the speaker. Now, those words and sounds do come out with a significant distortion, so it can sometimes be hard to pick them out, but there are other times when they're a little more distinct, like this. I'm pretty sure that said get out. And when something you can't see asks you to leave, it's what you do. Unless, of course, you didn't happen to understand that at the time. So we did continue for several more minutes. And then after a bit of silence, we got a very clear second message. Yeah, there's no mistaking that one. It said leave. As the clock winds into the a.m., I spend some time by myself wandering through the sprawling facility. I tour the admin buildings, the library. I'm in the tunnel behind the theater. Spend some time in maximum security. I'm trying all kinds of things to encourage some kind of response, but getting nothing and getting a little disappointed by that, honestly. But just as the clock hits 3 a.m., I decide to visit Siberia. Outside of what they called the hole, this the one place prisoners wanted to avoid at all costs. It was a dark, desolate place. No heat, no lights, no windows. Just a small concrete cell. I'm now trying to get something to knock in response to some questions. Trying anything. And midway through that attempt, I didn't get a knock, but footsteps. Remember, yes. There's two taps, no. There's one. Anybody else over in here right now? Some footsteps. There are a couple that are pretty clear. In all, I can count six distinct steps from what sounds like heavy boots.
Now, at this point, there are two women left exploring, like me, and they're not in this building. I even call out to be sure, asking if anyone is there. And no response. It's at this point that I realize roughly 20 minutes after putting a freshly charged battery into my GoPro, I'm down to 3%. Now, I've used these very often. They always last somewhere between 90 minutes and two hours. So that's weird. And as I leave Siberia, I'm walking across the courtyard to the main building, going to get a new battery. And I see the moon shining out from behind the clouds above the guard tower on the wall. And as I turn back to look at the walkway, I catch out of the corner of my eye a visible glowing light moving across the wall. Now, this is about 100 yards away. There's no one else in the courtyard, no flashlights. My GoPro's dead. So I grab my phone. I start snapping some photos. And in these photos, which we'll put online, you can see this light. Now, they're taken in rapid succession. You can see how quickly this light moves, turning straight toward me. In the span of four photos, it's from the wall to midway across the yard. So I switched to video. You can barely make it out for a few seconds immediately in front of me. And then my camera on its own zooms in and stops recording uh, as I feel something that I, I can't explain it. It was the door to a deep freeze opening, the cold rushing straight through me. There's no wind, but I was chilled straight through. Suddenly, as this ball of light disappeared, I can't tell you what happened, but I know what I felt, and there's no real explanation that fits, at least no explanation from this world. Does the explanation come from another? Well, I'll leave that one up to you.